seven. I am so excited. And what an honor to have a very, 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 very special guest uh, on Metro FM. Of course, it's where you at. Listen to this. The one and only Mr. Silo Chico Twala. <laughs> Man, what an honor. Born on uh, the 1st of January. Wrong, wrong, wrong. 5 June 1963. Ah, yeah. I don't know. Actually, I, I've, I've been seeing this. Uh, yeah. Even now, I see 1st January 1963. So you're June. And I nearly got excited. I'm a Capricorn. Yeah, 1963. 1963. Uh, definitely hey. a, a living icon, without a doubt. Uh, musician and producer who has collaborated with many well-known artists in the music industry. I mean, you've done just amazing, 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 amazing thing. And uh, by the way, he has uh, an estimated net worth hey, of... Of 13 rand food. <laughs> <laughs> and you, and, and what you know what's Google so say? funny? It says, it says uh, net worth of 1.2 million. Yeah. U.S. dollars. Yeah. U.S. dollars. I know. Nani? Yeah. He's bigger. Ah, I like how he's not disputing anything. I know. Yeah. He's just taking a sip <laughs> of coffee. He's just quietly like... <laughs> <laughs> oh. One point two. Yes. No, Only. in his head he's Aye. thinking, yes, <laughs> No. I accept anything. Even it was $200, I would accept. <laughs> Mr. Chico Twala uh, hanging out with us uh, today on uh, Fresh Breakfast. We're going to talk so, so many things, especially uh, Soweto. It's so funny. On my way here, because I knew, obviously, I'm, I'm speaking to you today, mm. I just thought, wow, Chico Twala, what an honor, firstly. Secondly, it's like I'm going to be speaking to the P. Diddy of South Africa. Mm. <laughs> that's how I... <laughs> that's that's exactly how I, I thought of, of you today. No, what an honor. Thank you very much, Phil. Metro FM, it's where you add Mr. Chico Twala. Wow. Live in studio. Hashtag Fresh for Breakfast uh, at uh, Fresh Breakfast underscore. When you hear this, Somgaga, what do you think? I think, I was, I think uh, when I was still a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, on a serious note, I remember Silo was very involved you know you know the, the musicians just sing just just for the sake of singing and with with Silo uh, Chico aka Chico and he was in tune with what was happening around so I know and I stand to be corrected that this song was inspired by the shootings I think the shootings in Katlo in, in uh, smoking yes. yeah I think yes. uh, yeah night vigil was uh, I think uh, monas were attacked in a night vigil yes and uh, I think uh, it was one of the tracks in the peace song. Mm. Uh, you remember the collaboration of, uh, uh, I think, various artists. We took all uh, artists to sing, the, mm. to sing, to participate in the peace song. Okay. And this song was included as well with uh, Brenda Fass's mm. uh, uh, Patong. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Nice one. So uh, I remember visiting uh, my mom's friends who lived in Deep Kloof. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would drive past Mr. Chico Twala's house, and then nearly double, yeah, double story. story. Yes. Everyone was excited, <laughs> like "Yo, Kintla Chico, Kintla Chico." Uh, how how was it uh, uh, being born and raised in Soweto? What was what was it like for you? I think uh, for me, it was a bit of a challenge because of the political situation at the time. 
Uh, we didn't have a good time. It was nice, yes. But I think apartheid actually robbed us. Uh, our childhood, we were always running around. Uh, uh, we were born during the... I mean, the, uh, you remember that it, we were born in Kansas Hippo. Every... Uh, out having fun uh, you know then the hippo will come then we have to jump the fence and all that mm. i think i think that's what actually uh, inspired us to actually be more uh, 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 in terms of writing songs if you look uh, we used to write protest songs and i think the the, the situation actually prompted us to do so mm. Mm. well this i've known you for all my life i think 50 years yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I've never asked this question, and I've never um, thought about it until now. Were you born in Soweto? I was born in Shawela mm -hmm. in Soweto, and then moved to Midlands, mm -hmm. Midlands, and Deep Cove. Deep Cove, that's where I started my musical career. Mm -hmm. yeah. what, what do you think made your family special? Well, uh, my family is special because uh, that's a very good question. Uh, I was raised by my mom. Okay. Uh, I think my mom is very special. Single parent household. Single, uh, I have no. I think they separated with my dad. Okay. Um, but my mom took over. You know, she raised us, the four of us, and I think she's she, for for me. You know, on very difficult circumstances, uh, she made it a point that we get a a, a little education that we got. Mm -hmm. Uh, she was there for us, you know, all the time, uh, in very difficult times. Uh, she's never left us. Uh, yeah, I think that's what I can say about my mom, but uh, there's nothing to say about my dad. Sorry. <laughs> it's hmm. okay. All right. Hashtag uh, Twala on Fresh Breakfast. It is 7 a.m. Mr. Chikotwala, uh, nothing, by the way. Uh, was easy and I'm sure very difficult as you said uh, your mom brought you up uh, how, how do you think she she managed with all the conditions uh, what did they do by the way for, for living my mom used to sell uh, live chickens uh, in crisis I think uh, crisis uh, is it crisis mm. yes, uh, yes. No, not far from Lang Lachte she used to sell live chickens there. I think she did it for about 10 years. But we survived, you know. Um, she managed to take us to boarding school. Wow. And um, she had a little car at the time. So I wouldn't say that, you know, uh, we struggled, you know. So, yeah. But she Speaking of chickens, can you cook? You I, a I'm, cook? A, I'm a very good cook. Yeah, oh. I am. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you cook some? Ah, you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you, you said you, you have four four children, right? Yeah. Now, um, growing up, I'm sure you knew what you wanted to be something different th than what your parents had maybe hoped or thought mm. you'd you'd be, and so you branched out into into music. And so your your other three siblings? Well, my other three siblings, uh, the other one is a housewife, mm. and then my sister runs a tavern in Soweto. Mm -hmm. Uh, my brother also uh, is actually um, he owns three caravans selling food. Uh -huh. Yeah. So wow. He, he, wow. Mm. wow! 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 Mister Chigotwala.
Mm, that's what's happening right now. 15 minutes past uh, seven, hanging out with uh, Mr. Silochiko Twala. Are you smarter than a primary school kid? Uh, Samizi, just a quick background. How does it work? Okay, so, so this is where you participate, right? So uh, kids are going to be calling us. Are you going to, or are they going uh, to ask me questions? Yeah, three questions. And it's just fun questions. Some are riddles. Some are very tricky, but they are cute. So okay. it's a fun game. All right. If I can't answer, can I pass them to you? Yes, I always get them right. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Sasha. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. And how are you? Great stuff. How old are you? I'm 10 years old. 10 years old. Are you ready to ask some uh, nice questions for the uh, living icon? Yes, Sasha, I please am. don't ask me difficult questions, please. <laughs> okay. All right, go ahead. Who was? Who was? Who was the first settler of Bloemfontein? Yo, 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 Sasha. Take a guess. Yeah. Find something. Jan van Riebeck. Is it not Bloom? Is it not someone? Nah, van Riebeck. It was. It was Cape Town, eh? Bloom. Yeah, Bloemfontein. And his name is Bloom, eh? Yeah, Menier Bloom from Yeah, Menier something Bloom. Uh, yeah, something Bloom. In, in fact, the surname is Bloom. Fontaine. Fontaine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Sasha, is that correct? No, it's not. Who's that? Jan Bridge was the first settler of Bloom Fontaine. Jan Bridge. Jan Bridge. Jan Bridge. Your, uh, so your next question? Jan Red soul blue fountain. All right. Okay. So, what's your next question? Young red soul blue fountain. Okay, mm-hmm. Nana. How uh-huh. much did he? Who did he sell it to? And for how much they did he sell it for? Oh. None of us in the studio know the answer. <laughs> Trust me. It's not only me. None of us. He sold it for <laughs> one thousand five hundred rand. That was too much money back then. Yes, and then. He sold it to Menier Bloom. I, I disagree. There were no rents at that time. We were using the tiki, the, or the cows. pounds. Huh? Or cows. Or cows. Yeah, oh, probably. Okay. Probably okay. cows. How much, Nana? He sold it to Major Warren for 75 rands. <gasps> rands or pounds? Rands. There you go. Rands. It's crazy. Rands. Okay. All right, your last Wait, question. Okay. <laughs> My last question is, what does Bloemfontein mean? Ah, that's easy. Silo, ah, Bloemfontein on. means? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I don't know. It means? I neither do I. It means Fontaine means a flower. The, b- the place of the flowers? Bloom. Oh, I know. Oh, okay. That's blooming. Oh, uh, the place that's blooming, but that's wrong. Is because it not it's the B-L-O-E. Bloom. What's the answer? Oh no. Bloemfontein Blue means fountains of flowers. Oh, yes, that was close. No, that was very flowers. close to me. Well yeah. done. Oh. Three to you. And why why do you choose blue to ask me questions about Bloemfontein? She's, She's probably uh, learning about Bloemfontein yes, right now yes. at school. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, eh? Thanks, Thank Sasha. you for educating us. Who Thank would you, you like to say hi to? I'd like to say hi to my mom and my dad and Everyone else who loves me. Oh, done. I like that. Mm. Have a great day.
Uncle Sunizi? Yes, darling. <laughs> Can I... Are you forgetting anything? Mm-hmm. What am I forgetting? What are you forgetting? To say whooshem. My whooshem. You deserve <laughs> a whooshem. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Mwana and I have a wonderful day. From now on... Yeah. Anyone from Bloomfontein can't tell me anything. Makufe on Spatalni. Yeah. We, we're not paying anything more than 75 rands yes. for Makufe. Now we're not paying anything more than 75 rands. Ah, they bought it for 75. <laughs> <laughs> Metro Fam, it's where you're at. It is a fresh uh, breakfast. The music there from uh, DJ Clock and uh, Chico. It is uh, hashtag uh, Chico Twala on uh, Fresh Breakfast, hanging out with him uh, today. Uh, by the way, how did you enter into the uh, music industry? Well, uh, I started uh, in uh, 1980. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the first group that uh, I started with was called Omoja with mm-hmm. Om Alec Haudi, formerly with Harare. That's when I started. Uh, but at the time, uh, I was not... Uh, an instrumentalist. Uh, I used to play uh, African drums. Mm. Uh, not so good, but I learned. Yeah, that's how I started. Umoja was my first group. Okay, and, and, and how did you, uh, uh, or when rather did you realize that uh, you were better suited in the background as opposed to being uh, the main person? Come again? Sorry? How, how did you, when did you realize that you're best suited to be the producer that you that you are. I think that happened when I was working with Sipo Mabuse. Um, I used to watch him uh, most of the time when he's composing, he was composing, and I recalled uh, he was busy with a song called uh, Jive Soweto mm-hmm. and Burnout. And uh, I was in his studios uh, watching him playing the piano. And every time he takes a break, I'll fiddle with his piano, you know, uh, and that's how I learned. But uh, as I was working with him, uh, I, dis- uh, you know, uh, I, I, I realized that there's something that he's not doing. Mm. Uh, maybe let me capitalize on that. And uh, I recorded my first single with the uh, image called Chico Wella. That's where I got my name, Chico. And uh, fortunately, that song became a hit. Mm. And then that's uh, now Yvonne Chaka Chaka came and said uh, his manager, Phil Hollis, would like to see me. So that's how Chico was created with the kids and all that. But uh, I didn't take long, you know, um, uh, as a soloist. You know, I taught the world, yes, but my passion uh, was more to be a producer because I realized there's something uh, I could contribute to up-and-coming artists. The P. Diddy of SA. <laughs> I, I, find, I find it hard to believe you, Witty. Um, you, you didn't, your solo career did not take that long because I used to watch you perform and I could see the passion. You really loved the mic and and you you really enjoyed being on stage because you were very colorful. You you were not shy. Uh, and and you were shy off stage and quiet and reserved. But on stage you became this fireball. Who who at the time was your inspiration? Because I look at things that are, are done now, I'm like, Silo did this Way before Silo created the first Destiny's Child uh, with Chimora, Silo <laughs> uh, um, uh, was not shy with costumes, and and hence also when you worked with Tonerfas, which we're going to talk about it later, she I think took it from you to be liberated in terms of being bright. So who was that one person when you got on stage 
um, that ins- inspired you to be the the chico? Fela ran some good, although you used to perform with his uh, underwear, uh. Uh, but he really inspired me. I mean, uh, uh, when uh, you know Fela will go on stage, you know, with his uh, Zol, with his Zol, <laughs> and. Uh, uh, I mean the you know the way he used to take like he used to like own that stage mm. you know so I took a lot from him and his sound used to inspire me a lot as well. All right, great stuff. Definitely going to be chatting about uh, my brr. Metro FM, it's where you at. It is a fresh uh, breakfast. It's uh, hashtag Chico Twala. Uh, music there from uh, the man himself. How did we get to to this song? Uh, we miss you, Manelo. Who, who is that? Um, when I created this song, it was um, when there was an outcry about uh, Nelson Mandela's release. Mm-hmm. I remember taking the song uh, to the studio. Uh, it was a demo at first. It was, we miss you, Mandela, where are you? Uh, but uh, my producer at the time, Ati Van Veik, uh, and Phil Hollis, is, is, is suggest that it's a good song, but unfortunately, SABC are not going to play it. Mm. Uh, then we had to come up with a, uh, two versions of mm. the song, mm. We Miss You Mandela and We, we Miss You Mandela. So we released We, Mi- we Miss You Mandela for radio. And uh, fortunately, we got a very huge airplay. The song was... It's still massive. Big. But mm. all my live performances, I never performed... I, I never performed it as Manelo. We I used to say Mandela. Uh even though I was actually uh reprimanded by the security branch at the time not to uh, say anything about Mandela. I continued uh singing the song wow. with Mr. Mandela on all our live performances. Wow. Incredible hmm. stuff. Uh Brenda Fassi. Mm-hmm. How and when did you meet Brenda Fassi? Um my first uh uh I think Brenda I remember I was on tour in in France when I got a call from EMI that they want me to produce Brenda. At the time, I had never wor- worked with her. But my first encounter with her was in Pimville. Not Pimville. Clap uh, uh, Spray? Yes, Clap Spray. She was actually, she had a room in Clap Spray. Sipomabusha introduced me to her. I recall uh, uh, I was with Harari at the time and she asked me to go and buy a cigarette mm. and I refused. And she said, "What's that, Pumala?" She she chucked me out of the house, uh, her room, and she said to see, Unga says, don't bring this guy anymore." And then that was a, 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 my first encounter with her. And then the second time around, speaking of that, uh, sorry to interrupt, but that first encounter, your first impression on her, what what were your thoughts about her? Well, I thought she's just a crazy what's name. I mean, uh, I, I didn't take her serious because. Uh, I mean, she was very hyper. You know, she was a very hyper person. And I realized that, you know, uh, let me not just respond to what's name. John, I left the house. But uh, uh, second time around when I met her, when EMI brought me into the house, she didn't recognize I'm the same guy that she said food sack oh, because yes. I was Chico, you know. Mm. And then we met and then uh, uh, I listened to her singing. In, in, well, she was just singing songs, new songs and all that, telling me that these are the songs that I want to record. Then uh, I took the voice on uh, what's the name of the tape. We're using those old tapes mm, before. Yeah. And then I went, then I created uh, Too Late for Mama. You know, the song, uh, uh, that was my first, uh, what's the name, 
this, the Too Late for Mama album. That was yeah. my, that, that was the first time I worked with Brenda Fassi. And the second time around was The Black President. And we parted ways after that. Because mm. I was busy with my live performances and she was uh, busy. Then comes 1997. Mm. Uh, I think I met her in Hillbrook. Uh, she was down and out at the mm. time. Uh, she was she she looked bad. Mm. Uh, then uh, uh, she was sitting on a pavement. I remember not far from her Imbali flat. Mm. You know, so I asked her, said, "What's happening?" She said, "Look, I've been locked out of uh, my record company and all that." But I could see she had pro she had very serious problems. Then I called uh, the the then premier uh, Tokyo Sukwale. Okay. And said, look, can we assist Brenda, you know, uh, uh, maybe call a press conference and uh, maybe take her to rehab. Uh, mm. Fortunately, I agreed. Mm. We had a press conference in his house. We took Brenda to a rehab mm. uh, in uh, Riverfield. She stayed there three weeks. Uh, after three weeks, then I said, uh, you know, uh, fortunately, there's a, there's a young girl. She's an actress. I was recording in my studio, Noxie. Uh so I took all Noxie, I took Noxie's voice out and then brought Belinda. She stayed with me in my house in Bryanston for about three weeks. And then we started recording the album. All right. It's hashtag uh, Chico Twala on Fresh Breakfast. Metro FM, it's where you're at. It's uh, hashtag Chico Twala on Fresh Breakfast. So, Chico, I, I've, I've known you to be... And you, I think a lot of people know that that you're very strict, disciplined, like everything is in line. Like you're a, a, a neat freak as well. You're very clean. <laughs> uh, but if there's one person I think I know for sure that vulvied you and made you softer is Brenda Fuzz, Um and, and like pressed your new which buttons to press. So I just wanted to know wh what's the one craziest moment that you went, where's Brenda Kitlum Clap? It's like. Um, the craziest moment is when uh, Mandela invited me, uh, the late uh, President Mandela, uh, invited me and Yvonne Chaka Chaka, Brenda Fassi, for lunch in Houghton. Ah. And then the first people to arrive there was me, then Yvonne followed. Uh, as we were sitting there waiting for Brenda, uh, then uh, Tata came with, what's this, the white lady? Um, uh, the one was managing yes. that, yes. They came. With a Z. Yes. Yeah. Then we. Zelda. Zelda, yes, Zelda, yes. Then we actually now, we're waiting for Brenda. And then I called her. When I called her and she said, Silo King, I'm sleeping. Brenda, but we're here. And, oh, I forgot. Let me speak to Tata. Let me speak to Tata. Just like that. <laughs> and I, and then we gave Tata the phone. She said, Tata, uh, I'm tired. Can we arrange for next week, yeah. oh, I'm telling you, that's She's Brenda Fassi. <laughs> and uh, you know, then the fact that I agreed, yeah. and the lunch happened on Thursday. I said, ah, Brenda is the only one. When both Beyonce and all that were <laughs> yeah. fighting to come and see Tata, like, Brenda just put her terms. Yeah, you know, that was the most craziest. What's name for that's wow. amazing. Yeah, and then fast forward to to when she was in hospital for the final curtain. Um, I never got to tell you this that when I like you actually were the person that made it possible for me to get in. I don't know if you remember that. The I security mean, yeah. was very strict. Very, yeah, it was very and tight. I happened to be there. So after we when we come back, I would like you to tell me about how you felt when you saw Brenda fading away when you come back.
Time for news headlines. Metro FM, it's where you're at. It is a fresh breakfast music there from Chico and Peace in Our Land. It's hashtag Chico Twala on Fresh Breakfast. Every time I hear this song, all I can think of is primary school wearing a white T-shirt with the two doves, the blue and white, written mm-hmm. Peace. <laughs> That's what I think of. Immediately I hear that song. Yes, that you is the power old, of Chico. I'm old, wow, jeez, mm. only 37, I don't know how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> that is the power of Chico. I mean, he had everyone who was everyone and everything, mm. from your messes to your PJ powers. So you, you, you had that calling power? Not really. Uh, I think uh, it's God's work. Mm. Calling is what? No, no, not, not, not phoning. <laughs> 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 I'm teasing you. <laughs> so going back to, to, to that question I asked you, so you worked with Brenda Fast, and everyone, when they think Brenda Fast, they think Chico, they think Silo, because you, not even once, you resurrected her career more than once, and, and you were there for her. So at the hospital, when I remember those machines, and Brenda was in ICU, and Silo was up and down because Silo was controlling and making sure that Brenda is safe, there's no media, and you know, there were presidents coming mm. and people, dignitaries. What no one has ever asked you, what were you feeling at the time? Because we knew, everyone knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. What were you feeling, Silo, at the time? And when the time eventually happened, how did you feel? To be honest, seeing her unresponsive at the time in hospital, I felt guilty. Mm. Uh, I should have done more. Uh, uh, in fact, at that time, I think uh, we were not together for about four or five months mm. because most of the time I would actually force her to go to a rehab, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, you know, I shouldn't have left her to uh, the new manager. The mm. person was uh, with her at the time because uh, we know what actually killed her. Mm. And I felt that if I was there, definitely I would have tried to save her life because I would have forced her to go to a rehab again. Mm. Yeah. All right. Having said that, and everyone, you know, you can't talk about Brenda and not talk about Silo Chico Twala. You can't talk about Silo without talking about Brenda. But in recent times, especially after her passing, there was this cloud of Silo Ujile Chaletea Brenda. How did that make you feel, especially knowing how near and dear to you she was? Well, I I think, you know... uh I've learned, you know, that, you know, in life you'll always have uh, haters. You'll always have mm. people who will criticize you. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ was crucified by people who didn't like him, even if he was doing good. So who am I actually not to do what seems? I accepted whatever. But uh, in reality, uh, Brenda was like a sister to me. Mm. She has never complained even once. Uh, once. Uh, mm. uh, it's, it's, it's after her death uh, that, you know, uh, people started complaining. Another thing that people complained, when she passed away, I raised about uh, 9 million rands, which was in the uh, trust mm. uh, where it's supposed to benefit Bongani. Yeah. And the very same people with Bongani, they took that 9 million rand, fight me and EMI in court, and they lost. I mean, that whole amount, the money that's supposed to go to Bongani, went to the same people who were fighting in, in legal fees, oh. those lawyers. Yeah. Mm. So Bongani is mm. left with nothing. Mm. Mm. So, South Africans don't realize that. and uh, But, you know, uh, I'm used to that. You know, uh, now recently uh, I've just uh, learned that uh, there was social media that I'm in jail 
for Senzo Miyua's death and all that. I mean, when one I when I have to think when Senzo died, I was sleeping at home. I come to assist and all that. Now I'm actually associated with mothers and all mm, that. Mm. This is the kind of what's name you get from haters. But yeah. you know what? God is there. I'm not bothered. Speaking of that Senzo uh, Miyua matter. I see we've got 30 seconds. When we come back, can we just delve into it? How you got, your name got embroiled in this whole thing? I think because uh, my son was actually mm. at the scene when yeah. it happened. So yeah. We'll find out. Okay. We'll find yeah. out. It's hashtag uh, Chico Twala on Fresh Breakfast. Uh, Mposa, if you just want to ask that question, recap one more time. Oh, yes. We were talking about the Senzo Meiwa matter, um, and I was just wanting to know how your name got embroiled in this entire saga, because till today, we still have people who say, if anybody knows who killed Senzo, it has to be Silo Chico Twala. Mm. That's bad. Mm. When it happened, uh, I was at home. Uh, I got a call from Kelly Kumalo. I received a call from Kelly saying Senzo was shot. I drove from my home, from my house, straight to the, I mean, police can see all where you are and all that. But yeah. people alleged that I was on the scene, my gun and all that, mm. all this nonsense. Mm. And uh, I went uh, straight to a hospital. Uh, I found Senzo uh, on a stretcher yeah. lying there. And that's it, you know. And now, because my son was there, Everything got twisted. Oh. Uh, and, uh, I mean, people don't realize that when Senzo died, his best friends were there from Devon. Mm. They have nothing to do with my son. They have nothing to do with anybody. Those are his childhood friends. Someone that grew up with Senzo. You know, those people who have said, Chico killed Senzo. Kelly or anyone. They would have actually pointed at the person who actually killed Senzo. Yeah. I don't understand why people, because of this, uh, what, Barry Rue? Who mm. created the whole <laughs> thing that? Oh, uh, Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter, on Twitter, you know, uh, giving people the story that m- haters want to hear yeah. the most, you know. And uh, I mean, last week uh, my mom collapsed again because uh, she she's old and she someone took what I'm arrested, you know, mm. again. Uh, I think that it's last week. Yeah. And then the police had to clear that no, it's a fake news again. Mm. And this person is continuing, you know, damaging my name. But you know. Uh, God is there. But uh, how does this make you feel? Especially because you, you have such a legacy in the country. Look, I mean, it, it's damaged my name. It's damaging my name. Because, I mean, you know, there are people there who don't understand. Uh, uh, the people, you know, social media actually creates... Uh, the, uh, it actually gives propi- some people, you know, they, they don't understand. They just take it like, no, it's true. Mm. You mm. know, they, they can't it, separate. They can't yeah. separate yeah. fake yeah. news and something that is true. But, you know, one has to live with it. What can we do? True. You know? True. Uh, the first time I met you, Brian Stern, with Teach Mataz. Teach Mataz. Where's Teach? I knew it. He's yes. teaching. Back <laughs> 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 Remember that relationship with you and him? Yes, uh, we had a good relationship with these. I remember doing a song with Sinyaka. What What was it? Friday. So, no, it was not Teach. Uh was uh, what's the name of DJ from Zim, but uh, Tish and I come a long way. Uh, yeah, uh, we come a long way. All right. Mm. Speaking of a long way, uh, your music is literally the soundtrack to uh, SA uh, history. Uh, do you ever get? Do you ever get over that? Over what? Over the fact that your music really inspired us and kept us going. Um. 
I really get, uh, to be honest, you know, uh, when uh, you called me for this interview, I look at uh, how many people uh, that I have, I mean, how many people sang my songs that I've written, Alicia Keys, you know, mm-hmm. I was uh, Metafiction, Britain, I'm talking about uh, the soundtracks, you know, My Brother's Dreams, International Movies, and so many, so much that I've done, you know, and uh, uh I said to myself, I, I really feel proud and obviously the support, you know, uh, mm. because, you know, when you write songs, you expect mm. people to love the music and the support from people are really, uh, that really humbles me. I mean, I, I'm really humbled, you know. Having said that, what's your thought around the current music that mm. we have and which are the artists that you think are South African gems at the moment? Uh, to me, uh, Mafigi Zolo and the girl that's seeing Hugo. Oh, What's her name? Uh, yeah, yes. yes, I think uh, the reason for me is because they sound. Uh, they, for me, their music is uh, it's world music. Uh-huh. Hence, today, most of the time they are out of the country. Yeah. Uh, Black mambas and all. The problem with uh, uh, my pro- the problem that I have with, with today's genre is that their music goes nowhere. You know, uh, if you look at Nigerian music, those guys are all over the world. They are mm. performing. And Europe, US, and all, that. and none of our youngsters are, are going there. That's that tells you that something is not right. Mm. Uh, their music is on social media, and uh, uh, what you called? Uh, well, it gets played on radio. Yeah. But the fact that you know they cannot tour the world and all, it's a problem for me. Hmm. All right. Quickly, so speaking about the young ones as well. Um, what advice would you give to them, especially with you? You're a musician, but you're still relevant. You're still looking good. You're still well off. Um, wh- what are the tips you can give them? What did you do for you to stay as as you are right now? In well, t- in uh, terms of your businesses and 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 your, your, your create, how did you create your wealth? Well, I think my uh, being very positive about life and uh, living a clean life. Sober. Uh, no, you can also be a drunk and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and get things right, you know. As long as <laughs> Hashtag a Chico Twana on a fresh breakfast. Oh, my word. Red <laughs> Nafasi, black president. Wow. How was it doing this song with her? Well, uh, she Brenda was always amazing in the studio. You know, there's no single moment where I'll get into, I'll get into the studio with Brenda, and there's a dull moment. Always exciting, and you give her a melody, she goes into the mic. This is what you we used to get. Mm. What you you hear, what you hearing now? Remember this one? Wow, oh, man. You almost have tears yeah. in your eyes as you hear the song. Yes. Wow. Where does this take you to? Well, uh, during the uh, fi- uh, 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 black on black on black violence in the mm-hmm. township, mm-hmm. where you find uh, black people killing one another mercilessly, mm. uh, I think uh, this song was actually inspired by the violence in the township, black on black violence. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, by the way, what are you currently working on? At the moment, I'm working on uh, my uh, film production company. Uh, uh, the past, uh, th- uh, you know, I did some. I did two movies, Matluputu and mm. Sinyaka, oh, yes. uh, on a low budget. Those films were very successful. Yes. And uh, after them, I said, you know what? 
I need to come back with uh, the very same concept, but better quality, uh, be, uh, much better uh, budget. You know, uh, I would like to do a lot of uh, controversial movies uh, <laughs> uh, from now because South Africa doesn't have, have that. Mapuna. I'll do a lot of movies that will actually uh, uh, shock South Africa, but not in a bad way, yeah. in a very good way. Yeah. Oh, that's always been cheek available. I mean, from these songs, about Mandela and stuff like yeah. that. Um, so, two questions. What, what ex still excites you? What, what makes you want to wake up in the morning? And then two, what do you fear the most? Um, uh, the, what I, I fear failure. Mm. Uh, that's what I fear. If I do something and it fails, uh, I always, you know, uh, that uh, that actually, uh, it, uh, I, it's it, I don't I don't know how to actually put it, but uh, and it makes sense because of what Somizi said earlier. You 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 are very much well known as a perfectionist. Mm. Yes, I, I think uh, failure is what I fear the most, and uh, hence I want to do the b uh, the almost best when I do something. I don't mind sitting in the studio for more than twenty four hours working on one song mm. melody. You know? And what yeah. excites you still excites you because we're looking at you. One might think you've got everything, you've done everything, and that nothing really excites you anymore. Uh, what excites me is that I'm going to now. I'm I still have the energy to do controversial movies that I'm talking about. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's what excites me. <laughs> Are you gonna act? Not me, definitely. Oh, okay. So, me will be one of the actors in one or anything yeah. with Una, I mean, like a star, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chigo Twala, last words to uh, South Africa. I mean, you've so many years, so many things you've done. Uh, what would you like to say to, to that young man who wants to be the next Chigo Twala? Well, he must work hard. Make sure that uh, he focuses on what... If you love music and you are a composer, producer, make sure that you focus, you're, you're positive, positive. Uh, and never discouraged by maybe going to the studio, you do one song and it fails and you don't want to try again. Mm -hmm. Keep trying. Definitely, you'll definitely uh, achieve your goals if you do that. All right. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us on uh, Fresh Breakfast. Hashtag uh, Chico Twala. Thank you once again for uh, being with us. It's been a great honor. You're welcome. Thank and you. thanks for having me.